0: Chapter 44, Moonward, I can still see that massive tree from here, Azrael said as he stared out the window of the rocket. Although the angelic mothership had landed, it could still be viewed from outer space. Asriel looked back from the captain's chair to the passengers aboard the rocket. I didn't think you all would make it, Asriel confessed to Angela, who was sitting up front. A hundred percent consensus is very rare, he added. Murderous extraterrestrial angels were very rare. But here we are, Angela said, holding the oh shit handle on the side of the shuttle wall. I'm glad to have you all aboard, Asriel said to all the passengers in earshot. They gave him panicked smiles with their enthusiasm, with all the enthusiasm they could muster, traveling at Mach Nine through space. Exactly how far is the moon? Yasmin asked, already readying her puke bag. Two hundred thousand miles, Ziva answered. At our current speed we'll get there in one and a half days, she told Yasmin. The boys were strapped in next to their mothers. Most were asleep, some played on their tablets or read books. We have to fly like this for a day, Yasmin said, turning green. More or less, Asriel said. You'll get used to it, or you won't, but we'll get there, he said with a cheerful smile. The rockets shook in the cold vacuumless space as the pressed forward on the moon as they pressed moonward on their mission to start a new colony. There were fourteen hundred and forty five passengers, seven hundred and seventy seven women, six hundred and sixty six of their sons, and hundred and eleven of the 777 were currently with child. While it wasn't best practice for pregnant women to fly into space at speeds 20 times faster than the sound, there were murderous angels in Yad on the Prowl. Additional passengers included Asriel and Apollyon. While Azrael wore his Supreme Commander gray and purple space uniform, the rest of the crew wore the one-size-fits-all purple Imperial space suit. Azrael looked back at Larissa. She gave him a thumbs up and a smile and a wink. Azrael returned a gesture absent the wink. He looked out the window at the mighty blue pearl below the earth, saddened that he would tread upon it no longer. The clouds swirled below over the massive oceans. The water was turning blue once more. The nightmare that befell the earth was starting to undo itself. On the day and a half journey, Azrael got to know his 111 sons on board, his rocket. They were all junior prodigies, genius in their own fields. It seemed they would each serve a satanic purpose in the dark distant future. He looked at the children in their innocence and swore to disrupt whatever the devil was planning for their fates. Raziel, at age three and a half months, was the oldest, and the rest followed suit. Azrael would have to conduct this get-to-know-you exercise five more times once everyone landed safely on the moon base. He kept calling their destination the moon base. He needed to name their new home before they arrived. It started out as an imperial outposts built by the devil, but Azrael commissioned his robots to expand and remodel it to an illustrious moon palace. Hey, sons, Azrael shrugged. He did not address all of his kids at once. Let's play our name. Let's play name our new home, he said. Write down your ideas and we'll all vote from our tablets, he spoke. Too much democracy is dangerous, Azrael thought. A little won't hurt considered the boys came up with many creative names there was a vote among all the rockets and the names were narrowed down the three choices our new heaven augustus peak in our haven looks like the votes are in Azrael said we shall call it our haven he said watching the moon grow closer on the horizon raziel this was your idea he spoke to the oldest of the boys How did you come up with this concept? He asked his older prodigy son. Father, we're currently fugitives of the hostile angelic occupation force of Christ. The toddler spoke with the poise of a political leader. The moon shall not be our home, but a temporary refuge to regroup until we grow powerful enough to recapture the earth, Raziel explained to his father, like Azrael was the child. This shall be our haven, our sanctuary, our shelter, our retreat amongst the stars. Here we will grow powerful and reclaim our birthright, he said before returning to the book The Art of War by Sun Tzu. You'll get used to the moon, kid, Asriel patted the boy on the head. There's nothing left for us on Earth. We're never going back, he spoke.